Hello and welcome to Bright Wings, children's books to make the heart soar. I am your host, Charity Hill. The purpose of this conversation is to help mothers and fathers identify books that will liberate their children to embrace truth, goodness, and beauty. Friends, this podcast is all about trying to integrate the true, good, and the beautiful to our everyday lives. So even though I have a scratchy throat, there's just something I really wanted to share with you. I share it with you in the hopes that you can see how fiction can impact the way we see our daily lives. It came about because I was inspired a bit by reading and reviewing for you the book Miracles on Maple Hill. So if you haven't listened to that review, I encourage you to do that. But this will still make sense to you, I hope, even without listening to that podcast. I wanted to share with you an encounter I had with an orthodontist. It's about an everyday miracle. And maybe that's why it is so extraordinary, because it's right there, part of the ordinary, and yet stands apart from it. So this encounter with our family's orthodontist was really remarkable. Let me explain. So I have four children who are receiving orthodontic treatment. I know, don't ask, but they need it. And thank God we have dental insurance. And how it came to be, I'm not quite sure, but we began to watch joke videos in the orthodontist's waiting area while we were waiting for our appointment to begin. Some joke videos, we would look up jokes, It became an activity that we associated with going to the orthodontist. You know how kids are. Once you do it like two times, you've always done it and you will always do it. This is particularly an activity that my six-year-olds latched on to. Maybe I got started watching joke videos to try to lessen the tension during their initial visits. And you know, when you go to the orthodontist and you're getting the accoutrements and the metal all put in your mouth bit by bit, you go often. So we were often in the orthodontist's office, watching joke videos, practicing our jokes, and then sharing them with the staff. Sometimes we would even, as the staff got used to us, they even began to trade jokes with us. Miracle number one for me was realizing how much I needed to laugh, how wonderful it was to see my kids laughing, and how we need that even more this year to maybe deliberately pursue some of that. So good for our families. So we're sharing these jokes, we're swapping jokes, We are having a fantastic time at the orthodontist. (laughs) I know it sounds like we are a wild circus, but honestly, it was just a, it was just a strategy to keep my kids well behaved and to keep them from being nervous. And I admit that the thought occurred to me that maybe the office needed to lighten up, but I do feel a little bit shy about telling you this story. So we'd been rehearsing some dentist-related jokes, and um, finally, we hadn't told one to the orthodontist yet, So, but finally, um, he came in to look at my son's mouth, and I was like, you should you tell him that one joke about the dentist. Tell him, tell him that one. And my children were like, no, no, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. Because the gentleman, the doctor, is a bit of a serious fellow. After all, he does deal all his days with tiny tiny measurements. He's very intense. Admittedly, he admits it. Very focused. He's concerned with sixteenths of an inch. This requires a lot of attention to detail and makes him kind of an intense, rather serious person. He admits that he's rather serious by nature, rather stoic, he described himself as. So I was trying to get my children to tell them one of these jokes. And they're like, no, no, mama, you do it. I was like, okay, here I go. So I say to the rather serious taciturn orthodontist, I say, sir, you don't look too happy. 
he says, um, well, I'm just, um, just kind of serious on the outside. He started to say, and I realized he didn't understand that I was telling a joke. So I rushed to the punchline. I said, yeah, you're always looking so down in the mouth. And then he realized I was joking. But as the kids admitted, when we got back to the van, it was a tiny bit awkward. We all recovered, but it was a tiny bit awkward. But this, what I'm going to tell you next is the miracle. So we went back a week later, because you're always going back. We went back a week later, and the orthodontist had both jokes to tell us and something serious to share with me. And I love the guy. I love that he talked about this with me, because I love people who live reality with depth, who are always looking closer. So he reflected back to me that the joke that I had told him made him pause and stop and think, made him think about how he appears to others. He said my joke had helped him recognize two things. He said it's been a very serious year, and he tends to be a serious person, an, an intense and focused person. No, I mean, and it's obvious that's why he's such a great orthodontist and is, and super successful practice. But he reflected that because of his uh, facial stoicism, and we're all masking, he has to aim at being more expressive and friendlier in order to reach the mean, the middle, because virtue is in the middle. So I helped him notice that, he said. The other thing it helped him remember, our joke telling helped him remember what he's doing in orthodontics, that it's about the relationships and the people, and hanging out a bit, and talking, and sharing some laughs, and that we need that as human beings, and that he doesn't seriously need to be running from his patients back to get a little bit more email in, or do some more business at the back. So my little family and our obnoxious or sweet joke-telling ritual really made a difference to this man. It was such a good conversation, I almost couldn't stand it, and I can typically stand a lot of meaning. I'm usually out there thirsty for it. So this is my encouragement to go out and live deeply, to engage with reality deeply. This is my pep talk that you should look for miracles in the everyday. How lovely to be part of this story of remembering, of our orthodontist remembering who he is, remembering what his mission is, what his work is for and helping this remarkable man to grow yet more remarkable. So go out there and be that circus that you are. You're needed, just as you are. Go out there and live the beauty of your family life, and know that it is going to impact and infiltrate and seep into the story of another person and give them life. 